First, really quickly, if you guys don't mind, spoiler alert, let me summarize as best I can what happened in this episode, okay. just so we can get everything out on the table. Sure. So basically, they all met. Basically everybody. Basically everyone Everyone important left. Every yeah. main character we've been waiting to come together for seven seasons yeah. is mm-hmm. in the same room together. The, the, or the same dragon den. In the same dragon den, and it, as far as I could tell, it was kind of a Thanksgiving dinner type thing with the Basically. same amount of eye rolls. Yes. Same <laughs> amount of passive-aggressive comments, same amount of eye rolls. Not there, a lot of eye contact, there, yeah. There was a certain point where Cersei, actually at the very beginning, as soon as Khaleesi got there on a fucking dragon, yeah. Khaleesi, Power not Khaleesi, move. Cersei says to Khaleesi, like, we've been waiting a while, which is just the most stereotypical. I couldn't believe it started that petty. It started, it started that, started that like passive aggressive. Thanks for showing up. It's the, like casually late on her dragon. <laughs> yeah, just a quick little chess piece. Just, also, they've been waiting there for like thirty uh, seconds. You'll be there. I'll arrive. <laughs> yeah. There was some. There was some. You know, the the two brothers who. You know, my theory is that they should be the entire st- story. If they're, I was George R. R. Martin, I would they're, fuck Cersei, fuck Khaleesi, Snow, get rid of them. I would just do the two Clegane. The Clegane yeah, the boys. Kids. I do the Clegane. Cle- I can't even say. It's fun to say. I do those two boys because those guys have have a story. Um, and then so then that happened. Cersei saw the White Walker. Uh, yeah, that was not, real and a good one. They put on a good performance. I was worried yeah, it was going to yeah. die quickly. Well, they built that tension out. Yes, we, we, for they, sure. They left it in the box for about a good two minutes. I was positive. Silence. I was positive. Used to turn over. There's it's not. There's nothing in there. It was be like where to go. A little bit of sleight of hand. Yeah. White Walker's out. Thank God not. Nope. White Walker was there. White Walker popped out. They put on just the perfect display, almost rehearsed, it seems. Yes. Of cutting off the hand. A little dance. That one guy who's Cersei's like priest bud. Her scientist, basically her hand. Kyburn. Kyburn, yeah. Her hand picked up his the hand. There we go. <laughs> Very metaphorical. That's why he gave that little smirk. He's like, <laughs> he's super intrigued by the dead. That's why he got kicked out of uh, Old Town. He's fucking around with dead bodies, just like testing them, doing that. That's how he made the mountain. That's who how- apparently is a little bit human, though. He remembered his brother. I don't really know exactly what you're talking about, but I love it. Um, so that happened, and then there was this whole sort of like, well, whose side are you on? It was sort of, again, Thanksgiving, post-election type thing where it was like, well, are you Hillary or are you Trump? And, you know, Cersei was one and Khaleesi was the other, and John <laughs> decided to go with Khaleesi, yeah. which ate of about 30 minutes of the movie. I was about to say, it seemed unneeded. And not the movie, just, the show. You ended up just kind of wasting time, unfortunately. But a good, it was a good, it kind of ensured coitus but at the end. It kind it of ensured <laughs> their hookup. Basically what John was doing is he was making a move not for the greater humanity, but to get laid. Yes, for himself. So I think that's the best way to summarize that. He's a selfish guy, that John Snow. And then... Very arrogant. And then a bunch of twists happen. Which we'll get into. I almost don't want to just completely say that, but there were a few big deaths. And then, of course, at the very end, uh, winter came. We saw a and display came, of destruction. Winter came really hard. Yes. Came all over and the place. And fast. The wall falls. <laughs> this oh is a family Lord. podcast. That what am quick. I talking about? Um, <laughs> so that was what happened in the very complex season finale. So I got 10 questions for you boys. Let's hear them. Fire away. Number one. What were you more excited for, this episode or the McGregor versus Mayweather fight? Henry. I was, um, first of all, nervous, very nervous for both. Definitely anxious. <laughs> I, I got to go this one, though. The stakes seemed higher, if that's even possible. New? No? That's insane because this is not real life, and that was. But go on. New. No. 
I got to agree with Henry in that I felt the exact same uh, way through the Mayweather-McGregor fight as I did during this episode. During the, the entire meeting, time, I was anxious. I was on edge. I, was like, and I, I don't even know why I was from oh. Mayweather-McGregor. I didn't yeah. have a dog in that fight. I was I just tuning in. Yeah. Here, I had all my favorite people in <laughs> yeah. television on the screen. Exactly. At any moment, seemingly, they could go. So I was freaking terrified. And I think I'm definitely more excited for this episode. Yeah. And now, freaking the long wait. Now uh, we have at least a year till the, the long, next season. The long, long winter. Yeah. The long winter, yes. That was a very apt way of putting it. I like that. <laughs> um, I, I, I am kind of with you guys, which, which just shows a, a tip of my hat to the, the Game of Thrones dudes who are you know running it and now not really George R. R. Martin anymore. It's them, and they're doing yeah. it. And the show, I think, is a lot more compelling, and I'm sucked in, and I was more excited for this. And God knows I had money on the Mayweather-McGregor fight. So I had money on the episode. I had a couple things. You actually bet on the episode. <laughs> Little Finger made me a rich man. You, you bet <laughs> that, he, you bet that uh, something would happen no, there? No, not even I could see that coming. <laughs> not even not Little even Finger I. could see that coming. No, indeed. which is insane. There's a reason why they call him Lord Baelish. I don't know why. Is that like a... It is his name. He's from Baelish? I just uh, you know he, his name's no, Baelish. He's from, he's from actually uh, a little spot of land called the Fingers. <laughs> he's from yeah. the Finger Lakes, yeah. eh? The yeah, little yeah. Fingers. It's on the uh, eastern coast, right by the Neck, which is uh, kind of in between the Riverlands and the North. And How about a, that? And he comes from the, a small one of the the Little Fingers, which are all like little inlets. They're like little peninsulas. Gotcha. And so he's called Little Finger. The whole time I thought it was a dick joke. There you go. Um, <laughs> not even kidding. The entire time until right now, I thought that was a dick joke. Um, but yeah, so the tip of my hat to DB and DB Weiss and what's the other guy? It's DB David Benioff and DB Weiss. And David Benioff. The DBs. Who, by the way, little little fan theory here, they're the same person. Whoa. There's only one. Wow. DB. <laughs> Benioff. <laughs> the prince boys. that was promised. Azor Ahai. Second question. Leading off on that, there was a new format to this show this season and a little bit of last season. Whenever they left the format of... Whenever they, they sort of parted ways with, with George R.R. R. Martin mm-hmm. and D.B. Weiss and David Benioff were like, we're going to... You know, we have to really write the story now. Almost, I assume that they're staying somewhat paralleling what the books are going to be, mm-hmm. but but they're not, you know... They're, it's now their story. They're past the books. They're, they're past the books. They're beyond the wall, if you will. <laughs> the show goes a lot quicker. There's, yeah. you know, what was driving me nuts before where there were, you know, 20 characters that we were following, but none of them were together ever. Now it's the complete opposite. The shows are almost, the story's almost fast forwarded and everybody's together to the point that today I realized there was just about five scenes in a row where it was Cersei talking to Tyrion. Khaleesi talking to, to Jon Snow, Jon Snow talking to Tyrion, the brothers talking. And it's just, it became like Bachelor in Paradise to me where it was like, can I steal you for a minute? It was literally <laughs> like that. That's the new format of the show. What do you guys think of the format of the show? I'm going to start with New. New, what do you think of this new format? I've been waiting on it for, shoot, we've been on this thing for like five years. I started yeah. a little late, but yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah. Especially because... In like season four, everyone kind of goes away. Arya goes to Essos everyone to go learn out. with the faceless men in Braavos. Uh, the Hound is left for dead uh, by the Reach, uh, and all this different stuffs going on. So for a while, it was like, where the fuck is this show going? Yeah. And and, and uh, Danny in uh, the end of uh, season five uh, flies away, and she's like taken over by the Dothraki. She's so lost, the, and all of so, a sudden she's a prisoner. So so as we've been advancing through the show the entire time, it's we've just come up with stupid variables and roadblocks to get in the way of all these people coming together. Yeah. And now as we finish up the the second to last season, I'm finally glad that we're no longer 
taken our time to get to what matters and we're going to invest time Things are moving. In, in the big plot points. Definitely. I totally, I mean, I obviously agree. I, I like this a lot better. Um, Henry, what do you think? Yeah, uh, totally. I think I love the, how fast it's going that things are actually happening. Like I, I dug that the wall went down quickly because I thought we were going to have three episodes of them at the wall. I don't even know. Maybe they have more chains or something. I didn't even know what they were going to do. But I'm so glad it went down quickly and things are happening, moving. But in fairness to the show, it has always been, I mean, the first five seasons were having conversations. There were like two battles in the first like five seasons. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation aspects and then like going off and stuff like that. That's just kind of how it's always been. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I mean, I totally agree. And I think that's, you know, you're right. That's how shows are is, you mm-hmm. know, the most plot, unless there's a dragon literally knocking down a wall with, we'll get to this later, but I think it was, he, the dragon was breathing ice, yeah. not fire. Somebody was saying it was blue fire. A combination, <laughs> I think, possibly. I, I think ice is blue and I think it was breathing ice. I also, by the way, remind me, I have a quick question at the very end of, are they just unlimited with the amount of fire and ice that they can blow? We'll get to that it's later. A, yeah, it seems to be. Interesting question, though, just because the main complaint for most people, I think, this entire mm-hmm. season has been the jetpacking. Everyone's yeah. pissed off that, oh, they were just at the East Watch. How are we already at King's yeah. Landing? And I'm like, what the fuck ever? If we were watching this thing and we had to watch four episodes of them on a boat just talking strategy, we'd be fucking We got pissed. six steps left. Yeah. Just say thank you. Absolutely. And the, the basically the difference between this, what happened this episode and what happened in seasons past is that this episode was a season and basically all of the important conversations were now put next to each other whereas before when George R. R. Martin I'm, I'm making him sound like the villain even though he created the whole thing but when George R. R. Martin was really the one at the helm calling the shots it was okay we have 10 important conversations we're going to show each of them. And then in between, we're just going to have people kind of walking around for an hour. Yep. And that's what totally lost me. I totally agree. I think that this is a much better format. I like the show a lot better now. Question number three. And this is the last one. This is the one where we're going to leave our Poolwood podcast regular listeners on. The rest, you guys will have to uh, go to the special Morning Throners extended cut edition, which you'll also see under the Poolwood podcast area on iTunes and YouTube. The question is, we are all betting men, as we just discussed. Who, you get one name, who is going to end up on the throne if you had to take all of the money that you had in the bank right now and put it on one person? I want to know who you would put it on. Henry, what are you thinking? Well, I think it's John and Daenerys. So you're saying it's going to be a team. So you, King and Queen. King and Queen. Yeah. I hate to poke a little bit further into... into. I, I need to know more. Vegas needs to know more. Is John going to be on the throne with... Daenerys as his queen, or is Daenerys going to be on the throne with John as her king? I think they have two. I think they have John. Uh, I mean, technically, he's the king. He's in the throne, but I think they're totally equal. You're going to get sweet, really good sweet, odds, sweet Henry. You're, <laughs> you're going to get really good odds. So basically, what you're saying is John will be the one who has final power, and Daenerys, but she'll be sort of his consigliere. That's what you're saying. I think they're going to be king and queen. I think they're going to be totally equal. I think there's going to be two thrones. Again, you're going to get really good odds because I <laughs> because I don't think that they're going to end this series with teamwork. I think <laughs> well what, they're going to get married. They're going to be husband and wife. So they're going to end the series. Basically, what you're saying is the good guys won with just a close up on a handshake. And it's no, just they're going to be, be about unity. It's going to be coarse, and then they're going to sit down together and be like, now we will rule our kingdoms. We broke the wheel. We okay. have new thrones. Okay, so who wears the pants? Uh, John. John wears the pants. So John's the king. No, I think they're both Henry, equal. Henry, you got all your money in one bet. <laughs> what, what are you picking? <laughs> I'll, I'll go with uh, John. Go with John. Okay. New, what are you thinking? 
I have issues with the John because, mm-hmm. and this is just because I've been conditioned to think this way after years of watching favorite characters die when they seem in perfect position to, to advance themselves. Just because they just said he's the heir to the Iron Throne because he's Rhaegar's son, mm-hmm. that makes me think that he's going to have a horribly unfortunate like or no, tragic death tragic death and in a way though where he still plays a part because it would he was, be, he it'd was, be in the north yeah, he had to be brought back to life to serve a bigger purpose so i think yeah. that and that's going to happen in the war but i think i think i don't know if he's making it out of the war i could see it yeah i think he could be going down yeah okay so who are you picking who do, who do you think ends up on the throne i'm throwing it back to my dark horse pick of the night king do you see that guy fucking mow down the wall that stood for the last Wielding couple thousand that dragon years? he can, like, he knows how to nothing. fly the dragon i tell you what else that does too he's sitting back he's that goes back. back to the thing uh i don't know if you guys remember in the last season but in the very last episode of the last season when benjen stark cold hands benjen drops off bran at the wall yeah he explains to him that he can't go through the wall because uh the first men carved uh old magic magic into the wall and yeah it, like so by thereby knocking down the wall, fuck the magic. Yeah. The the army of dead's go. on the move, and they they look pretty seasoned. So all they needed they look, was a they dragon. They look pretty ready to go. That was interesting. All they needed was a dragon. Interesting. So we so we got right now, Henry. You just said that it's John, but you had sort of a, a complex situation that we're not going to delve any further into because <laughs> King Queen. I, I know. I'm, I'm pulling it out of you. Um, and then, yeah, and so then the, so I'm saying Night King because it's a fun pick, and I don't think John's gonna live. And I yeah. also think we're setting Cersei up to die early. I'm I'm amazed she survived the entire season. They oh, did, yeah, absolutely amazed. We did those two scenes, one with Tyrion, one with Jaime. Both are her younger brother, so both She's have fulfilled that prophecy of her being killed by her younger brother. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, oh my god, like both times I thought she could go, and now the fact now she's way smarter than she ever was. It's, an, it's a weird character development. But like, are we to assume that she like choreographed that entire thing? Everything, I guess. That yeah, she I don't like know. would she say no. New Tyrion would come come to her. Then she'd send him back and be like, "Okay, I'm with you." How'd she already tell Euron to leave before they yeah. ever saw the zombie? I agree. Yeah, short-haired Cersei knows what's up. Yeah, Long-haired Cersei is is a mother. Yeah. Short-haired <laughs> Cersei, that's a whole other being. My, uh, if I was gonna bet, yeah, I'm serious. Uh, this is my serious bet right now. I'm betting. Well, it's actually it's it's tough because. Right now, I'm going to say Tyrion. There we go. Because Tyrion has a foot in kind of every camp. The yeah. fact that Cersei didn't kill Tyrion was, was, I interesting thought, move. was, I thought, huge for me. We're going to delve into that further a little bit. I like that call a ton. At the end, looking super suspicious. Just looking yeah. like, I don't, what's he thinking? I don't know. Well, Tyrion also went, and the first thing I noticed in the whole thing was everybody's kind of dressed in their own little style. The only two that were dressed very similar that shouldn't have been dressed very similar were Tyrion and Cersei had the same stylist or some shit. Get into <laughs> the same like, kind of maroon leather, whatever. It was a maroon you know, leather, like sort of patterns, like something, that, I don't really know clothing, but like something maybe they would call like studded. Yes. There was a pattern. <laughs> Studs were on it. It was studded. And and I think, you know, Tyrion is boys with John. He's, you know, somehow Daenerys, you know, conciliary. Her Tom Hagen, if you will, shout out Robert Duvall. And he is now also apparently Cersei has some for all the people in the world, the only two people that she claims to care about are people she's related to. She's related to no one else. Yeah. So so that's so that's where we're going to leave our yeah. uh, regular podcast listeners right now. Henry thinks it's going to be John. New thinks it's going to be the Night King. Me, Jack, I think maybe Tyrion. The only thing that's k- taking me back from Tyrion is the fact that I know somebody said that Tyrion died in the books a while ago and was just kept on for the show. Yeah, I so hate maybe. That. 
You maybe, never know that they totally changed from the books. I don't think they're even going to finish the books. Maybe DB Benioff, the one person who controls everything. They look similar. They do. One just has bigger yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard of wigs? <laughs> Pretty simple. Maybe DB Benioff is uh, planning on on making Tyrion. If not, we'll get to our sleeper picks. That's going to be my last question of the entire thing. So we say goodbye right now to our regular podcast listeners, and now we're just back to our morning throners. Welcome, throne throners. Uh, we got that's nice. Question number four is the greater point of this entire show is the whole meaning of this entire show to normalize incest. No, what do you think? I think literally we've been spending six seasons until this episode, or I guess now all seven seasons, to condition the viewer to think incest is completely fine. Yeah. Like they're like, no, really no. though, right? Because the, the, they like started off like telling you tar- Targaryens were together forever. Ep one, we're already seeing Cersei and Jamie bang each other, uh, and that goes on for forever. And the entire time it's fine. And so now finally, we've all been waiting for John and uh, Daenerys to bang. And as they're doing it, Bran's explaining over the loudspeaker. That yeah, fucking, <laughs> that she's his aunt. <laughs> At first, though, when you were introduced to the the first uh, incestual act of Jamie and Cersei doing it, they're the villains, though. So yeah. At first, you're like, ugh, like those guys stink and they're so gross too. But then over time, you learn to like Jamie, and Jamie insists on continuing to have sex with his sister. <laughs> so it must be yeah. okay. And then you've got Daenerys, <laughs> and you, we know John's his her niece. Or nephew, I mean, and we know that they're going to bang, and I don't think it's going to get in the way of it at all. I think if anything, it'll strengthen their bond. It, it's so weird, like because new, you pointed this out. So Bran and Samuel Tarley are together, and these two know everything, uh, as far as we know, uh, because Bran sees everything. Which, by the way, really quickly, how did Sam know something that Bran didn't? I thought Bran knew everything. That's just a real question. I don't. The only explanation for that, in my mind, is that it's not just immediately he's all knowing. It's yeah. that he has the capacity to go. He has look, to go look back and, and look at everything. Yeah. yeah. So okay. He just haven't been to that one yeah. memory. It just happened to be okay. I got that. It's like when you you're cleaning something up and someone says you missed a spot. And it's yeah. like, well, I'm sorry, I'm human. So Brand's yeah. human too. Yeah. Even though he is also <laughs> a three eyed raven, uh, but they're talking and they're basically saying, yeah. So by the way. Everyone's been talking about this one fact that we all know for the past, you know, three seasons, John is Daenerys' nephew. And we're also going to show a very intimate, you know, close-up shot of John's ass as they are just making babies. And it's like, we are desensitized enough <laughs> to that type of incest. It's just, That's like... It's just so weird. Not like, only I, is it okay, it's encouraged. This yeah. Is, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been rooting for a sex scene to happen quite like I was this one. It was for... It was all time. <laughs> it was the jackpot. It was everything we ever wanted. It made me feel Mostly weird. Mostly John, which is what I wanted. <laughs> it, it, it made me feel so weird because I was like, this is wrong. But I'm happy it's happening. Very right, though. <laughs> you know? It just feels right. Question five. Uh, in your opinion, what was the biggest twist in this entire episode. Henry, I'll let you start off with this one. Littlefinger getting killed. That was sweet. Did not see that coming somehow. The whole time we were like, this is, I thought, when we, we thought the plot was kind of stupid because it was like, Arya, Sansa, bigger things happening. Also, Arya, you're supposed to be this crazy secret assassin. How is Littlefinger playing you and mm-hmm. like leading you on? And so when, but when they convinced me enough, when Sansa brought her in, I was like, wow, is she really going to kill her? I didn't think she was actually going to kill her, but I thought it was serious. Mm-hmm. And then the Littlefinger turn. 
Oh, that was epic. And he did not see it coming for the first time in his gosh darn life. All right, so Neil, what do you think? According to you, what was the biggest twist in this episode? So aside from what Henry was just talking about in the, the drama in Winterfell with mm-hmm. uh, Arya, Sansa, and the gang, Littlefinger, um, I, it's got to be uh, Euron not actually bailing, and he's going to the Golden Company. And apparently yeah. Cersei had this master plan, which she's intellectually capable of all of a sudden. She's, yeah. So she believed in the White Walkers, apparently, before she knew they were going to be real? I was yeah, she, she had to have known then there was going to be a soldier. There was going to be a reason for Euron to bail. I, I don't know. It seems too smart. It seems too, like, it's just yeah. unbelievably brilliant. She's always been evil, and yeah. therefore she's, like, successful in playing the Game of Thrones because mm-hmm. she's willing to play by a certain set of rules. Exactly. She, yeah, she's not Ned Stark in this thing playing by honor. She's going low road, yeah. hard. Uh, and But now she's, like, Tywin Lannister 2.0, mm-hmm. and it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, she, mm-hmm. yeah, she's entering her inner, or whatever, summoning her inner Taiwan. Yeah, and I guess it's fair just to keep drama happening in King's Landing, because I also wasn't pleased with, we should stand together. Perhaps you'll remember that I agreed to fight with you. No, it's that like, was out of nowhere. I was like, that, that's not her That either. seems silly. So I'm more on board with where the direction of things uh, headed now, but still. I mean, uh, Jamie headed north. How about that? And, and, and. Ron, for that, that sake, go north too, buddy. Totally agree. You're, I'm shocked he didn't take him with him. Your motivations are only money. I think he's dead. And they're offering Bron's you more dead. money. You're, 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 you think Cersei's taking care of you? That's she's, what I'm saying. She's talking about killing you in the last episode. I think Bronn's dead because right now the only person in, in King's Landing that is on the show that knows him is Cersei. He's done. All right, so yeah, so you thought that was the biggest twist. Those were the two really big twists. I got to go with, I think Henry's, I think the, uh, the, I think Baelish was probably the bigger twist. It seems like what they were, I think if, if it didn't end with, uh, that one dragon just blowing that wall up. Yeah. I think it would have ended with the bail. They would have saved that for the end. I agree. Or maybe, well, uh, not the beginning, but maybe uh, I thought that was probably the the biggest twist because I thought that they were going to kill Arya. Not that I thought that Arya was going to die. Mm-hmm. I thought that in that scene, Sansa or Arya was going to be killed. I thought that was the biggest twist. I thought that they handled. As soon as they revealed the twist, I thought that they handled the uh, aftermath of that pretty poorly. If I was them, I would have done what they did with Jaws, where they don't show the mechanical shark. I would have literally have her say, Lord Baelish, what do you like? What do you say for your crimes? And then I would have cut out of there. Let us imagine how that scene goes. Because they didn't, I don't think they really executed that the way that they could have. I liked seeing... They should have done that, and then they should have cut back with Lord Baelish crying on his knees like he was, and then Arya stabbing him. I thought the whole sort of like explaining everything was, yeah. a, was a little bit much, and that almost out. it almost took me out of okay. So this is a totally different show now. Well, she did explain though. She explained that like basically Littlefinger has been responsible for everything that's happened in the show. Like he yes. was the reason, the first thing, second thing, like every domino. So they kind of had to he walk the that master. out. They didn't really need to walk that all out. But I think they did just for some mm-hmm. of, some fans that didn't know that yet, even though you're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, I didn't understand half of what they were saying. Yeah, I just think that it w- it might have been a little bit more dramatic had they just cut from Sansa saying, "Lord Baelish, what do you have to say for your crimes?" and then cut back to him being like, "Please, Sansa, Arya, cutting him," and then you have the little sister moment at the very end. Uh, as far as the Greyjoy thing is concerned, the first note that I wrote when he said, I'm out of here, is 
I love that guy. I still even even when we we're like he's bailing on you know the White Walkers and he said to Khaleesi, you and I will will kind of figure out what happens when everybody else is dead from the White Walkers. I was like the guy calls him like he sees him. He's yeah. just he's just a a, a dude. <laughs> he's a straight shooter. He's a straight shooter. He knows what he wants and he oh, yeah. takes it. And oh, it's yeah. just I I dig that dude. Um, and then you know that that twist mm-hmm. again. I totally agree with you. Where where. It, all of a sudden, Cersei is this, you know, mastermind. Yeah, she's playing at a different level. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Cersei's down here in the mud with the rest of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking slugging it out. The only reason she's, you know, stayed alive as long as she has is because... Her position. Yeah, and she'll just go and off people. Freaking off yeah, when you turn yeah. your back. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. if you recall, uh, found, when she found out uh, Robert Baratheon had, uh, like, all these bastard kids she in season him. one. She killed him. She killed, like, 17 kids. I like saw babies. that scene. I remember I was concussed. That was, like, the first episode or whatever. And I remember seeing that and being like, that's enough. I was out. <laughs> this girl's fucking her brother and she's killing babies. And I was like, I don't, I don't need to watch I don't this. Like her. And six years later, she's sitting on the Iron Throne. What a show. Unbelievable. What a program. That's the game we call life. <laughs> Last little note before we go on to the next question. I think one of you guys said something about maybe Littlefinger is one of the people of many faces. Faceless men. I thought that was kind one of... Faceless he did not men. seem surprised when Sansa was explaining what the faceless men were. He was kind of like, huh, interesting. Kind and it would explain no, a ton. It would be it so cool. Yeah. If it was like, oh my God, that's how he yeah. fucking has been how doing all this. he has all, all this info. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like everything that I've seen where it's like, how did he get that info... They fucking, I'm going to miss them. They love that shot of here's something that's talking about. All right, let's just kind of cut a little bit away. And you just see Littlefinger's smirking <laughs> eye. Sneaky. You don't, need, you don't need to like be like, he was the waiter who served the wine. <laughs> you know, we, don't, we already know how he, how because he, he's just apparently the fastest, uh, swiftest man in Westeros. Or should I say Winteros. <laughs> um, it came, baby. Um, so the next question, which is question seven, they referred to this war that's coming up as the Great War, which yes. I don't know if you history buffs out there remember, but that's what they referred to World War Two as, I believe. World War No, 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 no. One. Trademarked by John Snow. I know. I think it was World War One, but I, but I'm going to say that they called it World War Two. My question is: Is the Night King the Hitler, if you will, of Westeros? I think he's pretty close. I think him on that dragon, yeah. So you're saying, yeah? I'm saying he is the Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin. Basically, what I'm basically my question is: Is he the Hitler? Is he the ultimate enemy, or is Cersei the ultimate enemy? Interesting. Night King or Cersei? If you could pick one, you gotta go Night King. And we're going, and we're <laughs> yeah. going, and we're going new Cersei. By the way, I I know that she's. Well, yeah, no, it's somehow an even. Uh, what's the word? Not meaner. That's a bad word. An even more despicable Cersei. Yes. You know? but, Somehow she got evil. But still, it's small potatoes c- c- to, compared to, to life versus death, I think, mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Case in point, they tried to get Cersei on their team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Knowing yeah. about her baby killing. and No meetings with the, uh, with incestuous the Night Incestuous background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, how are you? Is, is the Night King the Hitler of Westeros? Yes. He is the uh, unliving personification of evil. Mm-hmm. The guy who just watched that episode is saying, yes, that's, that's the case. The contrarian me is saying that Cersei is Hitler. The Night King is Stalin. Greyjoy is Mussolini. I don't have to explain myself. I just know that. <laughs> and then somebody else is Japan. Um, okay, my next question. Eighth question. Uh, do you think Tyrion tried to poison Cersei with the wine? He handed her the wine. She never touched it. They just kind of had one shot of the wine going near her. That's that's question eight A. Question eight B. 
was the fact that she did not drink the wine what told what gave away her pregnancy to Tyrion. I'm taking this bad boy because I want I want to bring up something in answering this mm-hmm. is what the fuck was Tyrion's plan? I have no idea. If he's telling her to kill her, okay, best I have, case I have scenario. Absolutely no idea. Best case scenario is uh, Danny takes up arms for you in revenge and burns the city. Well, no, best case which scenario is, what you're trying is that to he convinces Cersei to join no, them, no. but he didn't even really try. Oh, no, no, I'm completely fine with him going to yeah. the meeting. I, uh-huh. I get that. But I'm saying when he's playing the, kill me. the Russian roulette with yeah. the mountain. You're, wow, so Russian roulette. Best case scenario, Danny uh, in revenge burns the city, which has been what you've been trying to avoid this entire time. Uh-huh. And worst case scenario, Cersei wins. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get. No, I really didn't have any idea either. Slipping to me, and so, and and the poison thing, by the way, Jack. The entire scene, I was like, is this his move? Is he just gonna poison both of them, and they're just gonna die? And it's like that's his like last. Which would have been a great scene. Exit, like. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, no, so you guys are saying that he might have put something in the wine when he picked it up? A little bit of sleight of hand. You'll notice that his sleeves go a little bit further Because I thought he, I thought he was dying. (laughs) I thought we were about to see blood coming out of the nose when he drank that second glass of wine. I thought he was for sure dead. I didn't think that he could might be poisoning her. I also, she realized, he realized that she was pregnant. She turned down the wine, but she like literally grabbed her stomach. Yeah, I I thought she was trying to point it out. Like, I don't know if she was trying to be sneaky. I think she was She was trying to point it out. That was another piece of her 1,000-piece elaborate plan puzzle. That, yeah. was, that was another move that I was like, they could have done that better right before he was like, you're pregnant. Which, by the way, that was a pretty good Tyrion impression. That was good. But right before he was like, you're pregnant, uh, she, they showed her touching her stomach, so yeah. it didn't seem like he was Tyrion was that you know cunning to pick up on it. I, I thought that he picked up on it because of the wine. Mm-hmm. My theory is he poisoned the wine. Yeah. He noticed she wasn't drinking it. He kind of saw her, you know, touching her stomach, realized that she uh, must be pregnant. As you'll note, I haven't seen her drink a cup of coffee or have any other sort of caffeine (laughs) since the pregnancy announcement. So she's clearly sticking to that that whole plan. And then also, we got to go back. Did, Did he take a sip after that? Because I really do think... Maybe later they'll reveal exactly the scene that you were drawing up, Neuheisel, which was he poisoned the wine, they both drink it, they both die. I thought that was going to come, and I was kind of hoping that was going to come because it would be such a cool scene and cool end for the yeah. both of are them. You, are you suggesting that perhaps he's now going to die? He's now terminal? Like that he did drink poison? Are you saying... No, I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know if he took a second sip after he poured her a glass and then he poured himself another. My question is... Did he poison both glasses? Notice she didn't drink hers, and then was like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll stay alive for a little bit longer than two, to fill out the prophecy." I think we're giving too much uh, to his sleight of hand. I don't think his I don't think he's capable uh, of doing it. I love the plan though, and I love mm-hmm. the idea. But I don't think Tyrion's quite. I don't think he has that. He's not very. Um, this scene, by the way, though, makes me want to throw out a wacky theory. If you guys can entertain me for a second. You kidding yeah, me? I love that shit. Okay. So Tyrion at the end of this, uh, or the entire scene, is super sympathetic to uh, her children dying, to to his uh, niece and nephew, Tommen and uh, Marcella. Super sympathetic. Yeah. Tommy and, and Jeff. Yeah, and takes... <laughs> and takes Just call him Tom and Jeffrey. Come on. No, and well, we're going. well, no, he doesn't care about Joffrey. It's about Tommen and, and Marcella. Marcella, yeah. Because he sent Marcella away to Dorne in season three, two. In yeah. season two. And uh, Tommen... Uh, through his actions, kind of made him king, and then da da da. Him killing uh, Tywin left them vulnerable for the High Sparrow to come in and take some power. Yeah, basically. Exactly. So, uh, but point being, so the entire time he's super sympathetic to all that. Ends with 
okay, now she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. So kind of interesting parallels in the conversation. Yeah, definitely. There. And then at the very end, when uh, we're getting the great showdown between uh, John and Danny yeah. uh, that we've all been waiting for, he's kind of puttering around the, you know, the Just, corridor he's all of sad. the boat, yeah. being all grumpy. What, what's going on in his head? Let me, let me give you a theory. I was going to say, what's the theory? Is it now that in that secret meeting with Daenerys, that, he, that she really isn't this smart, that somehow she convinced Tyrion to come aboard because now he's got a chance to rejoin the family in terms of, and be a productive member of the family. You think Cersei basically offered him join us? Said, because he, he's like, I never hated the family. I hated him. And then but all of a sudden, boom. Oh, I've got a kid coming. You owe this to me. So you think the end of that like, meeting. He's like, no, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. And then they kind of come up with a plan where Tyrion's going to save them. But really, he's coming aboard the Lannister crew. See, I, I love it. And or, I, it's not out of their own possibility. But so he, you I don't think he would trust them. On the contrary, you have me completely convinced. I actually now think they didn't show him saying, think again, sister. They didn't show that. They literally yeah. just did what I said that they should have done with the Lord Baylor scene. They just kind of cut to her walking out. So we didn't see the end. So I think that you're probably think, right. Yeah, I think uh, Cersei and Tyrion could be in Mayweather McGregor cahoots, if yeah. you will. Interesting. That, by the way, if, if you're listening and are wondering what cahoots he's talking about, I fully believe that the fight was <laughs> fight was fixed. I, I teed that up just for you. It was a fixed fight from the get-go. It was bullshit. They were they, they were pulling punches, um, literally. They, uh, I, I think that totally. I think that's what's going to happen. I think. The, I mean, I've said the, the whole season. It's been the whole season up until really this episode, where Cersei's kind of despicable, has been like, hey, let's uh, let's have some sympathy for the Lannisters. They're people yeah. too. And obviously, super, super far fetched. But now we kick this thing off, or we Here's got over the really a year, one. over a year of waiting. So it's just going to be a year of fun speculating. Be, yeah, that would be yeah. one of the many uh, things you read on a subreddit that this possible theory could be working. Yeah. In my mind, the battle with the the White Walkers is pretty much what it's going to be. It's going to be their army on this side, their army on this side. Maybe we got to get to the Night King, and they'll all die. That's the only way we can mm -hmm. win. Kind of scenario. Very, very Lord of the Rings battle. No, but I agree. We're trying to throw the ring. Meanwhile, there's whole battles going down that really doesn't mean anything, but it does. So here's a question. What battle do you think happens first? Do you think we have Night King versus the North before we have Cersei versus Danny Jon Snow in any way? So that's my big thing. Is yes. I, I, I got no idea what the shakeup is now going to be in think, the South. Yeah. What, what part of the season are we finishing the, the White Walkers? Is it the second half? Cersei either joins or something falls through? Well, or is that going to be the first half and then the second half is the battle? For the Iron Throne. Well, remember, according to Newt, that at the very end, the White Walkers are going to win. So at no yeah. point do they finish them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I'm saying they, they could be, I'm saying you'd have to deal with Cersei first. Or I guess the Night King could just beat Daenerys, and then the last episode could just be him wiping through King's Landing. We just got a lifetime. We have a, a, a year of, year and a half, right? They, they haven't officially they announced really the release know. date, but the speculation has been that it's going to be a very Westworldy kind of wait where we got to go a year and a half. I bet it's okay. next winter. So according to speculation, we have a year and a half of speculating to do yes. for this. So let's leave this topic. My ninth question, we just learned that John Snow, or should I call him John Sand, or yeah. should I call him Aegon? Aegon Targaryen. Targaryen. You think that's A E G O N? So it's like Egon, she says, but she has yes. the accent. I think you're right on that spelling. I think that's how you spell it. Yeah, um, it is. Will Will he's officially the true heir to the throne? He's yes. the real one. Yeah. He's surpassing. He's usurping. Yes. Uh, but, his but now is lover. His now lover. Is that going to get in the way of anything? Is that going to? Is the fact that he is technically 
has a, a, a better claim to the throne than his new aunt slash lover gonna <laughs> are we gonna are, is that gonna be an issue between the two of them yeah the whole who has the, is the heir to the throne it's really confusing to me because it's like wouldn't Gendry be also still there technically because his dad was the last king but he's a bastard he's a bastard so I don't he's know a bastard, but, then but they, the Baratheons they, should technically be above exactly so I think yeah, like I think it, I think it will play a part um, that like that'll be a little thing between him and Daenerys for like an episode, but I don't think it'll play anything major. I think all it is is we knew he was. I mean, if any, if you were gonna pick a king right now, he'd be the guy. I think it just kind of solidifies him even more. Well, if we're going England rules really quickly, just so I can explain it, if we're going England rules, mm-hmm. whoever the eldest like child is of the person who is currently on the throne mm-hmm. is is next in line, and then that person's eldest child would then be second in line. That person's eldest child. So on and so forth. Uh, so right now, Rhaegar, who's John's father. Yes. Can we just give me some kudos because I got that name right? Nice. Fucking way to go. Rhaegar. Paying attention. Who is Aegon, or should we say John Sands? I, don't, I love the name John Sand. It sounds like yeah. he's... John Sand. <laughs> Johnny Sand. John Sand sounds like a guy you meet like in Iowa. <laughs> the Sandman. Uh, John Sand's father is Rhaegar, who is Daenerys older brother and since he is a natural son he would be one then khaleesi would be two so khaleesi's gendry would never be included because he is a bastard so he would not be he's not even in line because it's not through the church or so, so the only reason that i think it might work differently in westeros is the whole reason cersei killed all the babies mm-hmm. was because they technically were heirs to the throne it works. So wait, you're saying it works different in Westeros than it does in, in England? I'm saying in the in the past when Cersei then killed. Then why the- do they have British accents? We're in England, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest twist. Uh, this is just London. <laughs> <laughs> if it's over 50 years old or it's in any foreign place, it is British accent. It's British accent. This is law. Has and, to be. And the further out you As get, as is tradition. The further out you get. Not the, in accordance with the laws. The more Scottish and Irish you get. And if you go really far, we'll give you some French. A little bit. <laughs> or whatever the Dothraki are supposed to sound like. My, my question, I guess, you know, long story long is what, is there going to be someone who says, you know, after they say, hey, your aunt and nephew, is the, hey, we're having sex thing going to become an issue? Yes or no? Um, I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't no? think it will be. I no? think it gets acknowledged and brushed off in Same. a co- comedic scene. Same. Okay. Part two of that. He is technically ahead of you in line. Does that get acknowledged? And if so, does that end swimmingly, or so, does that cause a rift between? I think it gets acknowledged, but I think it gets put away because John's gonna say, "I'm not a king. I'm not meant to be on the throne." <laughs> like, you know, he's gonna do that whole thing and be humble and be like, "You should be queen." And so, I don't think it's gonna be an issue because. No, what do the think? same thing. I think he has zero interest in sitting on the iron exactly. throne. So it's all... It, it's it might just, matter for other people, honestly, but for him, he's yeah. going to be like, I'm not going to take it other way. They totally set it up, though, by calling him the true heir to yeah. the Iron Throne, where mm-hmm. there's going to be some controversy. The only thing I could see is uh, a similar kind of uh, Sansa, uh, uh, Jon Snow at the beginning of this season thing, yeah. where it's maybe she gets a teeny bit petty just because people are looking to John. Mm-hmm. But again, John will handle that yeah, John, well, yeah. as he always does. Like, We're family now. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. So I think I, I agree with both of you. I think that John is going to say to Khaleesi, I have no interest in being the king of everything 
unless someone says to him, we want you to be the king of everything because apparently, you know, in the North, that's what happened in the North. They were like, you're the king of the North. He's like, fine, I will bear this responsibility. Yeah. But I think they'll ask him definitely, but I think he'll say no. But I, you know, I think they'll bring it up and I think he's going to say to Khaleesi, by the way, before we even have an issue with this, according to me, yeah. you're the queen. I'm just the stay-at-home husband. Really quick though, I, according to me, you're just the sta- I'm just the stay-at-home husband. I think she's going to be like, great. And then at the very end, not the very end, maybe a little bit later, she's going to kill him because, you know, say what you want. If they do end with both of them on the throne and John is saying, I, I'm listening to uh, my wife. She's the real queen. But technically and bloodline wise, he is the one who should have final say. I think she's going to be like, I don't really want that to even be a factor. It's so she's issue. she's going to have him killed. Sadly, she's going to be like, I, I am so sorry I had to kill him. Maybe he'll come back alive. I don't know. Go on. The only point I was going to add is that John has already demonstrated that he is going to continue to call her queen, despite all odds. Yeah. Because it would have been the easiest fix in the world to be like, yeah, I have no fucking qualms with what's going on down south. I'll exactly. sit it on the sidelines for your guys' spat. I just need man up to the wall. Totally. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I bent my knee to Daenerys. That's how I play. He risked the whole yeah. battle against the north, which is, I think, a bigger bigger so, stake than I think throne. he's totally fine being Mr. Mom and hanging out and letting yeah. Danny wear the big boy pants. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all in agreement. I just think the slight difference is that he's fine being Mr. Mom. I think... Ultimately, someone, maybe it's Varys, keep an eye on him. Honestly. Honestly, someone is going to tell her, you know what? It's really great that that he loves you and that he's agreeing to bend the knee and all that stuff. But he technically, if you go to the throne and he sits on it, according to our bylaws, he should be the one who has final say. And she's going to end up doing something about that. I don't know. We'll see. All right. My final question of Morning Throners. Who is your sleeper pick, your one sleeper pick for the throne at Ooh. the very end. Who who are you putting five bucks on? It, it's it's big odds. You bet a little to win a lot. Henry, I start with you last time. Neil, let's start with you. Who is your sleeper? I'm actually fired up you asked this because I was going to throw this in uh, at the end anyway because I think it's something we got to talk about. Uh, eyes on Varys again. Varys. Mm-hmm. It, it, every time we appear to get closer, we now just lost Littlefinger who is kind of opposite Varys. They're both kind of the game players. Mm-hmm. Littlefinger always claimed to be for his own self-serving stuff. Varys always claims to be for the realm. But there's been too much weird shit we've added about him as we keep going. And again, I'm going to say it, I never... He was going to let uh, Daenerys get killed in season one. He had yeah. the assassin hired. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck his original plan was when he was conspiring uh, with his boy in Essos, in Pentos, actually. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, so I, I think at the I think something's gonna happen with him, uh, where in this while everyone's eyes are to the north and Cersei's still hanging out down south, he's gonna go make some plays back and forth between those two places and somehow finagle his way into more power. I, I, see I, it. I like that idea a lot. So, really quick, tell me, so your sleepers varies. What if you're Vegas? What odds are you giving varies to be at the end of the throne? What action would you take? Uh, well, we were talking about this all day yesterday. Uh, I believe McGregor started out at eighty to one uh, when that fight first got announced. Minus eight thousand. Why not that? Mm-hmm. I like 
it's it's that. Varus's <laughs> odds are what Conor McGregor's were when they first got punched. Very similar. 80 to 1. In Conor because a lot of similarities. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. But it's really fun to think it might. Yeah. <laughs> you're, bas- you're basically giving Varys the odds to be on the throne what, you know, about a month ago the Phillies had to winning the NL East. So I, <laughs> Not very likely. Not very likely. Henry, what, what is your sleeper pick for the end? I'm going to go a John Daenerys child. Ooh, I think nice. it's going to be John and Daenerys because they're they are a thing. King baby. I don't think anything's breaking them up. So I think the only way they're not one of them, whoever is living longer, is on the throne, is if it's very similar to how John was born. He preg- impregnates her. I think then John dies as she's dying. Kind of the same thing. Tower of Joy. She has the baby. That baby has John's eyes. He's got the widow's peak. The whole deal. They throw him <laughs> on the throne. What color hair? Um, wow. Uh, dark with frosted tips. Interesting. All right. And then really quickly. Like if he's winning down south in Dorne, maybe it lightens up a little bit. Exactly. Okay. In the summertime, it gets a little lighter. <laughs> what you think, and uh, you, you're setting those odds. What, what, what would those odds be? I'm going to go 100 to 1. Oh, uh, no, you did 80 to 1. Yeah. I'm going to go 60 to 1. Yeah, 60 to 1. He's got, that guy's got better odds. He's got Varys. better odds than Varys. But yeah. still, I mean. Still. My uh, sleeper, which is not quite as sleepy. It's kind of half awake as far as we're <laughs> concerned. Euron Greyjoy, I think he's going to end up on the throne, Pirate King. I can also see him going back to his island, being true to his uh, his first word, and the White Walkers winning, and him just being like, you mm-hmm. can't get me here. I'm going Euron. Yeah. Fools. I'm going Euron Greyjoy, uh, 40 to 1. And then really quick, just uh, for you know the, the, the teaser, what, what we're going to get the real degenerate gamblers on is I'm going to also set Reek. Reek's uh, wow. odds right now, I mean, they're I looking at about 80,000 to 1. And uh, so you bet a dollar... You know, you could be looking at a pretty handsome yearly income. I don't know why they're keeping him around. I could see it happening just because. Before taxes. Why didn't they kill him? Like, I don't know even what he's still doing. He's just getting his ass kicked. (laughs) There's going to be some plot. It was the same thing. Somebody. He's uh, got like 15 men behind him. Like, that's it. They don't matter. Like, they can leave. Kingsley asked. Go for it. Kingsley asked. He was like, why do they keep on showing this Arya Sansa plot? Which he's totally right. He's like, it's totally pointless during this season finale. He asked that. And it's like, because they're clearly about to say, do something pretty huge which he's just was been doing this for like four seasons it's unbelievable he's just been lame for four it's crazy you know what now i'm thinking maybe he might end up on the throne yeah it could happen oh my gosh really quick right before, what last thought before we uh close out morning throners the scene when he's fighting the Greyjoy guy that looks just like Euron confused the bejesus out of me but he's fighting <laughs> him on the beach and the guy kicks him in the nuts like four times and Euron, like everybody looks around they're like how aren't you falling Euron looks up at him and kind of smirks not Euron, uh, uh, Reek. Reek looks uh, up. And Theon. Yeah. Theon looks up and kind of smirks. You ain't got smirks. any balls, silly? Yeah. yeah. That, the you, Mr. Deeds line. The Mr. Deeds line. When, when she kicks. I ain't got any balls, silly. The, the lady who runs the pizza shop in, in the where the nuts would be. It was literally that exact scene. I think they're Mr. Deeds fans. It was ridiculous. I think D.B. Benioff, the single man that he is, is a huge Mr. Deeds guy. Like long like, fellow Deeds. I mean, the, the show, I'm not going to say it just because we mentioned too many dick jokes anyway. This episode started off with a dick joke. So go back yeah. and watch that episode. It starts off with a dick joke. This was our second, and unfortunately, for a year and a half, it's our last, probably yeah. our last episode of Morning Throners. Maybe, maybe Morning Throners will pop up here and there, but... Shame. This is a shame. Until then. Until then. Bala Magulas. Ciao. <laughs>